Welcome to the podcast for today. Hi, Hi. I'm Danielle. Nice to meet you. I'm Angela. And what do you do for to make a living? I'm a health and fitness coach. That's cool. I'm a college student and I'm studying online. This podcast is going to be about pollinators and hummingbirds and food production. Hmm. Very exciting. First, I'm going to say a poem that I wrote about hummingbirds. For more than one reason, hummingbirds are declining. These birds have eye-opening plumage. The male gorgets aren't anything but gems. They spend their instinctual winters by the heliconias of Costa Rica. Caused by the presence of alien pollinators, all the while, the invasive plants compete with the native dwellers, killing off the bluebells. Native pollinators consume the toxic nectar, throwing off the health and stability of the community. One can only hope they will be on their way to, to revival, and you can help to save their magnificence. Okay, starting for today... I'm going to start by reading a few questions to Danielle. The first question, briefly, how do pollinators benefit humans? There are crops that we eat that are pollinator dependent. What inclined you to start your career? Me? I enjoyed health and fitness. Do you think that scientists can manipulate pesticides to improve, to improve the health of organisms? They're researching pesticides to make them better for the environment. So, yes. Do you know of any really interesting facts about hummingbirds that we may not know? The hummingbird's wings beat up to 70 times in a second. The heart beats more than 1,100 times in a minute. Broad-billed hummingbirds are teal and bright green. I really like the Lucifer hummingbird. It spends some time in southern Arizona and New Mexico. What's your favorite hummingbird and what are its colors? Of the broad-billed hummingbird is teal and bright green. That one's my favorite. Can you explain dark diversity and do you know of any research studies that are being done specifically for hummingbirds? The dark diversity is when a species is absent in a specific area. The species is not extinct yet. There aren't many studies on this, but I do know they migrate from the New England states all the way to Mexico and Central America. Invasive pollinators promote and sustain the growth of invasive plant species. An example of an invasive pollinator is the Asian hornet. As a result, the native pollinators are forced to consume 
alien pollen and nectar from these new food resources. How is consuming these toxic substances detrimental to the health of the native pollinators? They start to die off and their numbers in the region start to decrease. Biochar is a black carbon produced by the degradation of biomass. It is used as a form of environmental remediation because it reduces the bioavailability of contaminants present in plants and animals. Biochar has been used in many experiments. Do you know if it has been used to restore ecosystems after an oil spill in the ocean? It has been used for oil spills. It is something new. Biochar economically is convenient because it's from the natural environment. How has COVID affected the food production systems? It didn't affect it too bad. The price went up a little, but not by a lot. According to Global Food Security of the United Kingdom, the risk of extreme weather hitting several major food producing areas of the world at the same time could triple by 2040. What are your thoughts about this prediction? And do you believe that the USA is prepared? I think America should start preparing now for another pandemic. By 2050, there is going to be 120% increased demand for water and 42% more for land. Land use analysis can be used to research this. Okay, that's it. That's it. We're going to close for today. Thank you so much. No problem. Loved being a part of the podcast.